Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. There's not that much from last weekend in terms of motorsport, but there's plenty coming up that we're going to discuss and preview for next weekend because that's an absolute beast. Um, there was... <laughs> What was it this weekend? There was um, British GTs as that Le Mans Europeans. Um, uh, yeah, the, the only international races really to talk about was the European Le Mans series. And this is a, a series that goes under the radar for me, and I can't get excited by it, which is why we don't report. It was around Paul Ricard, that awful track with red, white and blue, and you can't see where you're going. But some of the European Le Mans series, it doesn't have the GT1s, it doesn't have the hypercars. You haven't got the big manufacturer, the variety. In fact, there's, there's no variety at all. I was looking at, you know, it's just not exciting because the LM, it was all LMP2s of the top class and there were 17 of them. And the thing about LMP2, they allowed four manufacturers to get the franchise, the FIA. So you have to buy one of four because you're not allowed to modify these cars at all. And so one car becomes the best LMP2. So everyone buys the one car. So there were 17 Orica Gibsons, all identical, all droning round and round. I'm sure it's great for the drivers, and I guess they bring the money and it, it's that sort of... But some of the most teams now have three drivers. It was a four-hour race, so including qualify. You've got three drivers who've got time on the track and qualify. Three drivers. You only get about an hour's racing each for a big internet. I don't honestly see the appeal. Um, but obviously they all want to move up to be LMP hypercar drivers in the future. Um, so anyway, the 13 LMP3 cars, they're all Ligier Nissans. And the GTs, there are only 12 GT cars, seven Ferraris, three Porsches, and two Aston Martins. At least they look different. So anyway, they drove round and round, and congratulations. I forgot who won now, so I didn't look. But then like the a real story of the weekend. It's like a single series race, racing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're not that exciting to watch. I mean, the sports cars at Le Mans to me was so many weird cars, weird teams would turn up. You adapt the car over the weekend, you change the air. If you slow down the straights, you put a different wing on the back or you'd cut holes somewhere. And you're not allowed to do any of that. And I'll always remember what summed it up for me when I almost gave up LMP2 completely. Um, someone had a starter motor sticking. And so they used their ingenuity in their mechanic. They cut a little hole. That's that whole bodywork off every driver's change. So instead they thought, right, we could hit it with a spanner. If we cut a little hole in the bodywork, they were disqualified for modifying the bodywork from the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest story of the weekend was congrats, Sophia Lafleur. Sophia Fleur, this young German girl that's one of the fastest women, hasn't done W Series, but she's been quick in single seaters. You know, she was the girl, of course, that crashed at Macau. But she came second overall with the Dutch kid, uh, Bent Fiscal. So congratulations to her. Let's hype up uh, the headline. And they only had two drivers. I still don't know. It's all financial reasons why you need three drivers. Anyway, the ELMS is droned around Paul Ricard, and I don't think it's very exciting. Um, whereas the NASCAR, which I still... Now, I understand I tweeted, got to watch it, because it was the Bristol track this weekend, which they filled with dirt. It was this half-mile track. Oval, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was normally concrete, but they, they tried to get more exciting racing by having this dirt race last year. So this is the second time. And because it was happening from midnight onwards, you know, I watched it this morning at times 30. I think most NASCAR you probably do want to watch at times 30 on, on recording because the first 
And after 13 laps, because it was the new dirt, they all got dirt filled up their grills and all the grills and all the cars were over They had to have a, a yellow flag to clean grills off. And it, it does look a bit silly sometimes. And of course, every time a car spun, which is very often on the dirt, it was a full course yellow. And then they'll have to reset the field. It's four minutes and more adverts. So I know what some people say when it's really boring. But the last, it was worth it. It's always worth it in NASCAR for the last 30 laps. Um, and the last, but they were just brilliant. I mean, there was this um, guy out front, um, uh, Tyler Reddick, the, the eight goes, never won a race. He's, he's been leading. Everyone thinks he's going to win a race one day. And he's a dirt driver. And his style suited the dirt. But he was being hunted down by Chase Briscoe, who's won once this year. And of course, when you win once, you're automatically into the top 16 yeah. playoffs at the end of the year. So it's not just winning a race, your first race. It also guarantees you're into the playoffs at the end of the season. Anyway, Briscoe chased him down and chased him down. It was a great battle going for third place between what was Legato, Larson and Blaney and still really good race. And an overtaking one, could take those six laps and he had nose inside and the high groove became the quickest groove. And so Reddick was staying in the high groove and Briscoe hunted him down. And of course they push and shove. And last lap, last corner, um, Briscoe just got to his tail. So he went for the slide job, as they call it, um, which is, you know, you just dive down the inside and hope that you get a front half ahead so you slide up in front of the, the car you've overtaken, but he couldn't make it. And he got more and more sideways and the back of his car just hit the back of poor Reddick. So they're both completely, they're probably on the lock stops, trying to not spin, please don't spin, but they both spun down to the bottom. And uh, uh, Kyle Busch came through to win and Kyle Busch, you know, ooh, hey, he was booed and hissed at the finish line. But you know, Reddick- Why is he disliked so much, Tim? Oh, I, he was always controversial when he started as a kid. He was always moaning and groaning about everything. And I think, you know, he's just one of those loves to hate them characters. His brother, they love to hate his brother as well, the two, the two Bush brothers. Um, but, you know, Carl Bush has always said, you know, I never get any luck and I never inherit really. He got so lucky last <laughs> night. But, yeah, this, and of course, at the end of the race, the guy that, um, that pushed him off, Briscoe came out and apologised. You know, they all said, yeah, well, I would have done the same, you know. And it's that tension, you know, that as soon as they get within the bumper, they're going to make they're gonna make a move. It's just in their psyche, NASCAR drivers, last quarter, last lap, you do what you have to to try to win the race. So, yes, I agree. Time's 30. If, you, if I'm trying to get you to watch NASCAR, at least record it next time and, and stay till the end because it always guarantees excitement to the end. No, good stuff. Um, so you're back in Britain just quick to the British GT up at Alton Park. Fabulous. I didn't watch any of it today. All What's Alton Park like as a circuit? I know. Oh, yeah, wonderful. Is it? Wonderful. I mean, you but, don't go there with your catering. It'd be brilliant to the catering. You know, just so much. Overtaking is hard with GT2 cars. You know, they're so big and wide and powerful. Overtaking is not easy. What's his um, name? Um, Paul o, is it Paul O'Neill, the uh, BTCC? I think he called it the... Yeah. Uh, was it him that called it the... Um, um, Nordschleife of the of the, the UK. Nordschleife of the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was him. But um, yeah, it's about fifteen GT two cars. Um, not GT two. Yeah, GT three cars and about fifteen GT four cars. Amazing fields. Um, Audi that haven't really nobody's had an Audi the British GT for a while. And Sean Balfour, Adam Carroll won the first race for an Audi. But now they're followed home by Merck and McLaren, a Lamborghini, a Merck and McLaren, a Bentley. You know, there's five different makes How, in top seven. That sounds like I mean, so much more exciting than LMP2. Yeah. 
Um, the second race was a bit of chaos. It rained and then they had to all go off and everyone was crashing under the safety car. Um, the second race was won by McLaren, uh, driven by Kelvin Fletcher, Dale, Mr. Emmerdale, who's a very quick amateur driver because it's all pro-am in British GT. You have a pro driver, an amateur driver. And they'd only qualified, I think, overall for race one, about 14th of the entire, but, you know, strategy, Martin Plowman drove a great race out front. And, you know, one race the pro start, one race the amateur start. Great entertainment. Uh, they have the GB3 and GB4 single seats and stars of the future. Luke Browning won two races, GB3, didn't finish the reverse grid race. Uh, GB4, our friend Alex Walker, who we saw in Formula 4, we were talking about last year, he won both the main races in the, in the GB4, seventh in the reverse grid. A little shout out for Jessica Hawkins. While we're congratulating female drivers, uh, Jess Hawkins, she won the reverse grid race in the, um, what are they called, the little front wheel drive hot hatch. International, what's what they're called now. No, um, I, I, like, I don't shout too high about reverse grid wins because Jess was ninth in the main event and, and got on the front row, but did a great job to win the, the reverse grid race. I like Jess a lot and she's brilliant. Yeah, exceptional driver great value I for bet, money. I bet you on her um, social media, she didn't say, I won a reverse grid race. I, I bet no, you, I won, I won, <laughs> as I would do as well. <laughs> I would yeah, do Jade, Jade Edwards, you know, Jade Edwards, who we all know love for the streetcars this week, and we'll talk about her in a minute. You know, she was a great win, you know, well done, Jess, you know. I do try to avoid uh, congratulating too highly reverse grids, but um, um, what's it called? The TCR, that's the champ, front wheel drive baby touring cars. Cool. So a good move. Just a uh, British Superbike started their season at Silverstone. Glenn Irwin on the Honda won all three rounds, uh, and Bradley Ray on a, now on a Yamaha. Bradley was a real star about three years ago, um, but didn't get the he was on BMW for a while. It didn't work for him. Uh, he he had a second and a third. and was leading round two and dropped it on his own out front under a bit of pressure. Again, we talked about this, didn't we, at MotoGP at America, you know, a leader you know, out in the front. You can still crash out, you know, without anyone hitting you, which you'd never see in a, in a car racing. So plenty of excitement still, and there are not many events. Yeah. So we move um, on to next weekend. Dan. Well, before we move on to next weekend, I've got a question for you, a trivia question. Um, you know motorsport very well. UK motorsport, Ipswich Witches, Peterborough Panthers... Uh, Newport Wasps, Leicester Lions, ah, Pool Pirates, my yeah. local team. You're talking Speedway. I am talking Speedway, and it's a little, it's very, well, it's not a little bit sad, it's incredibly yeah. sad because a, a veteran broadcaster in the UK called Nigel Pearson, he was famous yeah. for football, um, darts, and of course, Speedway. He did so much for Speedway. He passed away this weekend. I think that's really sad. Um, it's sad just for 52, 52 years old, a sudden illness, and boom. Yeah, yeah, really so, sad. So, yes, our thoughts with his family. I had, a, sure. I had a phenomenal voice, a really good voice. It's just these people just seem to say the right thing at the right time. They're so yeah. clever with, with their words. A bit like yourself, Tiff. But no, no, Nigel was uh, incredibly clever, very talented, and, and uh, will, be missed, uh, will be missed by many, I'm sure. So, um, our condolences. Um, the bikes were also in the Le Mans 24-hour race last weekend, which I didn't follow much. But they raced around that stupid little Bugatti go-kart track, I'd call it. <laughs> but amazing I mean, to do that bike racing for 24 hours. I don't, I don't know how long they stay on. I don't, I don't know how long their stints are, but they probably do an hour and a half, maybe. But maybe they do three hours. I don't really know. But, uh, I bet somebody be will know. Comment below, please. Yeah, how, how, how long is a stint in a 24-hour in a yeah. bike race? 
So next week is just oh. rammed, absolutely jam-packed. We could talk for half an hour on this alone. Uh, You'll need the Time 30. We're going to record everything you'll be watching, Tuffham's 30, to catch up with it all. Formula One is back, of course. It goes to Imola. It's a funny old schedule nowadays. Of course, it used to be Australia every time for the opening race, Brazil for the closing race. I know, you knew and where the you big were. boys come in with the money and they want it in Abu Dhabi and Bahrain and et cetera, et cetera. But it's Imola next weekend, so it comes to Europe. Um, and, it's and then it goes be... off to America. Then it's Miami, isn't it? We go from Imola to Miami. So we go Australia, Italy, Europe, America. When's Miami? Back to Are we going to be Europe. there? Are we going to be in America then? May 8th. May the 8th. Oh, we can't we can't last that long in America. We're only there for It's a good-looking track, Miami. Not designed by Tilka, designed by another a British company's designed Miami. And I think it looks as though it could be a good racing racing track, Tilka, where you can overtake Tilka. Um, talking Not of turn, US, turn, turn. Talking of US new tracks, Vegas as well. My goodness, that's going to yeah. be one for the calendar. Please, can we get an invite from somebody? Somebody must take pity on others and... Uh... <laughs> Invite us on one of these. Things. I'll do afternoon beaches for you. I'll entertain your guests in your corporate. <laughs> we'll come. We'll come. But yeah, um, yeah, for Imola. I mean, can Ferrari do it at home now? I mean, this start to the season they've had, you know, is just phenomenal. And also in Imola, it's the first um they're having a sprint race on a Saturday. Uh, of course. So are. don't forget it's not it's qualifying Friday. I quite like that. So Friday we get the excitement of qualifying. Saturday, we get the excitement of a reverse, I'm not reverse, but a sprint race. Some people don't like it. I think it's all right. It's a bit of show. But the good change this year is that the guy that's on pole for the sprint race is the one that's in the history books as the pole position driver for that weekend. Good. As it should I'm be. glad they listened to this podcast and made that decision. <laughs> yes. They said that right at the very beginning. So... I don't know what's... I mean, it's a bit of a medium-speed track. It could be more of a max circuit, Imola. I don't know. I don't think there's enough time to get Carlos the... is the one to be. The Mercedes he? to go. Carlos must be in real pressure. I don't know. I, I think... I'm hoping, you know... I don't know. We don't want someone running away with the championship. But then again, you know, if, if it's a Ferrari, it'd be great for the sport. You know, that's the trouble with Ferrari. You always want Ferrari there. Especially in Italy, in Imola. Well, yeah, because the Italians, you know, I always feel some of the Ferraris are finishing eighth and ninth. They're slow. I sort of like the whole Italian nation is sobbing away. They're so, they wear their hearts on their sleeves. I love about the Italians. So, well, we, um, we were with Vicky a couple of weeks ago, and, and she said it was so, Vicky Piria, and she said it was yeah. fantastic in Italy because the front page is now Forza Ferrari and everybody yeah. you know, red, and um, which is which is so they're so passionate about their cars. And it's, if anyone's ever driven a nice car in Italy. It's like nowhere else in the world. The police, everybody encourage you to drive fast. Yeah. And it's not like in the UK where people get road rage and maybe <laughs> uh, send a few gestures. It's the opposite over there. They're so passionate. But I mean, yeah, so it's, it's, I can't see anyone catching uh, the Red Bulls and the Ferraris though this weekend. I think it's going to take a bit longer for anyone to get the right. Well, it's only really going to be Mercedes that catches them. Well, McLaren are sort of hovering, but... Uh, that could be interesting. Yeah, but that Alpine, of course. I mean, Al, um, you know, Al, Alonso was what fifth, wasn't he in the in the quad before his whole weekend went wrong? So you never know. Alonso and the Alpine might start challenging them. Yeah, it's, I don't know how many DRS zones, how many DRS zones they're going to be. This is what. How many slipstream opportunities are they going to create? Oh, I can't wait for the Grand Prix. I'm excited. Formula Two and Formula Three. Formula yeah. Two, Formula Three. Loads of races. That's two F two races, two F three races. Um. In the meantime, the World Rally Championship is on, probably starts on about Thursday and Friday. Where are they going? I forgot where they're going. Too many places on it. Croatia, they're going off to. So we've got World, that must be a new rally. So that'll be a lot of interest. BTCC's Um, back. 
And then, of course, yeah, I think for the home fans, BTCC is the big news up at Donington. They've got their um, flipping high, which I always think caused more trouble than they're worth, but that's, you know, just because I love motorsport, as it should be and was. For the Rally Boys, the World Rally Championship, complaining they can't start a stage because the lights come on because their stupid hybrids aren't working. But I thought it was going to be like a push-to-pass, you know, boost. Apparently, if you... It, 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 from what I've learned so far from testing, it'll, it'll make about a 0.3 of a second for a whole lap. So they're getting rid of success ballots. The success ballots are gone. So the new thing is that you... I don't know. It, it's about 15 seconds. I might be not getting that exactly right. So you've got 15 seconds of push to pass, or well, push to have your little bit of electricity. So the championship leader won't be allowed any in qualifying. And then the second place will have... 10 seconds in the third place. So you just have less and less complicated, I know. So in qualifying, it might make a difference. But I don't think in the racing, you know, a little 0.3 of a second a lap, it's not going to blast you past. It may just help an overtake. Um, but we really have to wait and see. But the quickest, think? Ash Sutton, quickest again, he's now, of course, joined the new teams with Ford, uh, with Dan Camish. That's we're not going to mention, we're not gonna mention his good. team anymore. We... we, we... We can't mention them anymore because they didn't give us sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> well, they didn't talk to us. We didn't. Now I've forgotten. Now I've forgotten the name of the car. Now you've got me Dan, going now. Napa, Dan, Dan Camish, Napa, and Napa. Ash Sutton. Brilliant the... cars look great. We really <laughs> so. Good luck to the Napa team, and there's still opportunity to sponsor this web channel. <laughs> Love cars on the road, sponsored by Napa. Um, of course, BMW is always strong. They were quick in testing uh, Colin Turkin to never be discounted. I like Jake Hill coming out and being a BMW. And he's, of course, Martin Blundell's protege. Uh, and, of course, we've got Plato. Jason's back, you know, what well, he thinks is a more competitive car. The privateer Hondas have always been strong. It's always been the best car, I think, to have as a privateer. Uh, so Jason's up there. He's biggest of his team. So, so your mate could... Jason Plato is he going to win a race in his last season? Well, he's, he's got to win three because he's, he's you know he's got no chance. I'm saying that the greatest, with the greatest respect. He'll be, he'll be hunting to reverse grid wins. He was about seventh or eighth quickest. He'll be bribing them to pull the ball out of the pocket to put him on pole for every reverse grid race. So there's still a chance. No, he could win outright, but, but uh, I think the Fords look too strong. He's a, he's a phenomenal driver, but even if you get that reverse grid and you get a bit of luck, it's so yeah. hard to stay up front in these sort of races, isn't it? Yeah, but there's so much to look forward to up there. You know, as I said, Jane Edwards, is, she's out there for another season. She's Jason's teammate now, so she's in the same team as Jason. So I'd like to see those two locking horns at the first corner. <laughs> <laughs> so that would cause some ruckus. But it will be brilliant. I mean, it's always good touring cars because you've got whole support grid there's a new formula four championship new cars for formula four single seaters um the usual porsches janetta's mayhem and a whole that's a whole day's television isn't it on sunday from like 11 a.m to 5 or 6 p.m you could just watch btcc and, and be quite happy but you've got to fit a grand prix in and, and check out the world rally championship at the same time and check you're out just, on the moto g moto gp is it you're Portugal? just you ring your little bell, won't you? And the butler will come and bring you yeah. your champagne awesome. and caviar, etc. MotoGP. Is that Aragon this week? I don't know if it's Aragon or the other Portuguese track. I've got my notes in a mess. But anyway, Port. Yeah, Portimao. 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 Okay. So, so Portimao for um, MotoGP. 
just awesome just to watch them go around that track. That last corner, that really fast downhill. Um, so MotoGP, and what else have we got? Superbikes at Aston, again, on my board. And NASCAR goes to Talladega. <laughs> if there's another race you can watch at times 30, where they all go around 200 miles an hour, all full throttle, full throttle, full side traffic, bump, 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 200 miles an hour, bump, 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 until it all goes a bit wrong and someone gets pushed sideways with them. Because they come, if you come from too far back and hit too hard, it can just put the car sideways. And you have the, the big one, as they call it, the accidents that uh, happen at Talladega. And the last lap, will just be worth having that recording so you can just watch the last laps because whoever's leading probably won't be leading at the end of the last <laughs> lap. They'll be in the wall. Um, so, so much motorsport to watch. And there's, there's club racing all over the world as well. It's, we're in a very healthy state, really, motorsport at the moment. The fact that we can talk about so much um, is, is, is amazing. So can we leave with this, Tiff? Can we leave with oh, this week? Rough. For those of you, for those of you that are listening, I have a, my first and only ever trophy in my hands right now from uh, my third place science action. We're going to do a video. Uh, the video will be live. It might even be live tonight. Um, the Caterham Roundup as well. So that's quite interesting because it talks you through the different levels of Caterham as well, from academy to road sport, two seventy and so on. I meant to mention Formula Three at Imola. A sad story. And now I'm beginning the story, and I can't remember his name. The three kids that did the autosport, Zach and Ollie Behrman and the Red Bull boy. Oh, I've got to get he's, he's been ill. He's got this, um, he can't keep weight on. He's had to withdraw from his Red Bull sponsored Formula 3 ride. And you know, he's one of our leading young kids. So now I'm going to have to tweak his name because I hate it when I can't remember names. And I'm going mad. So what's have the matter with him? You yeah, I got it. I got it here. What's what's the matter with him? He's got. He's just got this. He can't have any energy, and he can't put his weight. I don't know what the actual cause of it is, um, but he can't do the race. He's had to withdraw from the race this weekend. Mm. He found it for me. Yeah. Egg, yeah. egg, 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 egg. Ed. His sister's racing him. It's a big pause now. You've got Edgar. I've got Edgar. It's a huge pause. Anyway, we will we'll find out and we'll put it in here somewhere. I'm sorry that uh, so very best of luck to him to get better. You know, to have this season taken away from him. You know, when he was right up there, one of the leading British lights, um, is really frustrating for him. So get well soon. Yes. Best wishes, Edgar. And we'll get your name. We'll get your name. Tom I can't remember names. So many names, so many notes. I've just rushed in from my wife's uh, lunch. We've had a nice lunch, long lunch today. So I'm, I'm probably a bit dizzy, to be honest. <laughs> well, happy uh, birthday to Mrs. Nadell. And thanks for joining us always. See you next week. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>